The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. On Saturday, October 22nd, 2005, Tara Grinstead went missing from her residence. As the hours turned into days, days into weeks, weeks into months, and eventually months into years, the search efforts never ceased. This is Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We always believed that it would be solved. We just did not know when. A few days ago, an individual came forward and reported that they had information into Tara's disappearance. Through these interviews, enough probable cause was discovered so we could swear out an arrest warrant charging Ryan Alexander Duke with the murder of Tara Grinstead. Duke was taken into custody yesterday afternoon and a warrant was issued this morning. This is part two of Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, live from CrimeCon. On the stage with Nancy, Ken Kratz and Tom Fassbender from Making a Murderer and Up and Vanished creator, Payne Lindsay. With me, Payne Lindsay. Payne <laughs> is the creator of Up and Vanished. And he first focused on the disappearance of a beautiful young lady. And I really identified with her mother a, a lot, Tara Grinstead, which... I believe largely because Payne stayed on it in his podcast has just been cracked after many, many years of being a cold case. So, Payne, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? Thanks for talking to me before it cracked, too. We spoke beforehand. Mm -hmm. We did a little podcast interview yeah. exchange. Yeah. But it really kind of 
struck a chord with me when you were talking about when you went inside uh, Tara's house. When you know, I did all my research, and one of the first places you go is looking at old news clips and uh, all the news archives, and you were in a lot of them. You did tons of interviews with persons of interest, different uh, suspects and family members, and went to Osceola, and you're from Georgia, so I knew that this case had to strike a chord with you, and it mm-hmm. really kind of connected with me when you shared that story about being inside her house and it being real neat. Um, it looked like a little doll dollhouse. It was everything. It looked like... Um, What's that magazine, that interior magazine? No. It's like they sell things, like furniture. It starts with a D. It'll come to me in a minute. It looked so perfect, like it was out of one of those magazines where they sell house goods. And then there was a lamp. When the police came, there was a lampshade askew. There were pearls all across the floor. And the edge of her bed, one of the columns, bedstead had been... It's kind of cracked. Cracked. A couple of subtle clues that there may have been a struggle inside the home. Nothing definitive. I want to right. ask you, actually, a question. Having been on this case for a long time and covering it a long time ago, were you surprised about the arrest of two former students for yes, the murder? Yes, I was, and I'll tell you why. Okay, there's my husband, and he doesn't have the children. Uh-oh. What did you, give him some more melatonin? <laughs> and you star 67? And you star 67? Oh, okay, great. Oh, they'll be fine. What's the temperature outside right now? <laughs> They're fine. They're in the car. I left the air conditioning on. Um, I, we're talking about Tara Grinstead. David went with me, and the night that we went through the home, uh, we stopped okay. at the only restaurant we could find by the interstate. Was it a Waffle House? It had to be. There's nothing or else Or a Huddle House. Waffle House. And it had a steak. Not me. It's actually not that bad. Him. Waffle House steak He is had the steak. Pretty I decent. had the waffle. Um, yes, but the reason I was surprised is because typically murders are committed by somebody you know that's in your close circle. That's your husband, that's your ex, that's your boyfriend, and then it moves out, okay? I did not see that. I should have, but I didn't. So what do you think it means? I mean, why then? If if these guys did do this, how were they ever in the same place? I don't believe that Ryan Duke just went over to Tara's house one night on a whim. Wait, are you suggesting they had a sex relationship? Is no, I'm, I'm not. I just it's always the same thing with men, isn't it? No. It, really, it's actually not. I don't even believe that. I really no, don't. No, what is it? I just want to know see why they I were together. See how I that how I turned that around on you? You did, and it was really mean. <laughs> You're mean. Thank you. You know, men don't like a nice woman. You know, you cook for them. You know, you do everything for them. You give them little cards. No, they want somebody mean. Then they yell at you when you're all said and done. Okay, now, wait. Why do I think, I think that there are times in life when people collide. That's what I'm talking about. I think that they probably, they may have gone in to burglarize. There was a big shindig that night. Uh, barbecue mm-hmm. at her boss's house. She was a teacher or somebody connected with the Board of Education. And I mean, it's a very, everybody knows everything in that town. And, um, or they went by and saw her car was gone. 
Right. But they had been in her car because she was one of those neat freaks. I mean, you could tell that from inside of her house. And her seat was pushed back, too. Her seat was pushed back. You know, you get in your car and your husband's been in there, and it's like, uh, and you fix it. And there was mud all over where the tires had been somewhere muddy. Mm-hmm. She would never have done that. That's just not her. You know those people, like, you get in the car, it's perfect, and it smells clean, and everything's, they have the little protectors and all. That was her. Her car was covered in, the tires were covered in red mud, and the seat was pushed back. So they had been in her car. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if they did not get her on the way home or getting out of her car or were burglarizing, and she came in upon them, so they killed her. Either way, it's strange to me. Yeah, it's strange. And it would make more sense if it wasn't random. Mm -hmm. Like, in some people's minds... If they had had a relationship and she kept it a big secret. Like, why would she want a kid from high school? I don't think she would. I, I think that... She was actually a beauty queen and smart, has applied to a PhD program. I mean, everything. Uh-uh. I just find it strange that what the GBI is alleging is that uh, Ryan Duke, who's been charged with murder... No relation. <laughs> I was waiting for him to inject himself. <laughs> and um, they say that Ryan Duke went to Tara's house middle of the night on Saturday night and broke into her house with the intent to steal something and killed her with one hand. And I just find that hard to believe. If you were, one, there's nothing valuable in Tara's house. She's a school teacher. They don't get paid very much money, unfortunately. You really think, I mean, what, 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 what did you do before you started podcasting? Nothing. Okay, <laughs> yeah. All right. You really think that criminals like Ryan Duke sit around and go, wow, if I did break in, I might not find any. No, they just do it. They don't yeah, think her, it through. I mean, her car was there. I mean, it, it seems like a bad house to rob. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. You so think they thought about that? I don't know. I mean, I think that anybody would think about that. No. Maybe Ryan Duke didn't that night. That's but why that's people, just, okay, let me tell you, you something. Know. When I first started prosecuting, I had not been out on the street very much. I got a case. I opened the file. I'm like, I said, this cop is lying. Renee, are you in here still? I told you this story. So I opened because the cop wrote on the police report, I was driving through McClendon down, you know, whatever. And the defendant came up for me on the corner and held up a glassine bag of crack. In his right hand. In his right hand. I'm like... You expect me to believe a doper's going to hold up a pack of crack on the street? That didn't happen. You're lying. I'm throwing the case out. I said this to a cop. I was straight out of law school. I didn't know anything. Okay, so, you know, fast forward a few months. I'm out investigating a child molestation case. I pull in to the same project. A guy goes, I'm like... (laughs) How much you buy it for? So, yeah. I got a good deal on it. It was a five rock. Uh, yeah. So, you're saying, wow, you think you would really have broken into Tara Grinstead's house when there wasn't that much to steal? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Why not? You know, there's other parts of the story that make it make less sense. Like, he drove 20 minutes in the middle of the night to go to Tara's house, solely her house. Why her house? There's got to be a reason. Maybe he wanted to rape her. Maybe. I mean, do you doubt that? Do you doubt that it's him? 
No. Then why? I just think that the narrative. Then can I ask is, you what difference does it make? Why he went and killed her? Well, if it involved other people, wouldn't it be important that they are held accountable as well? Yes, of That's course. That's I think that Ryan Duke very well may be uh, you know responsible for killing Sarah. But you think um, somebody else helped get rid of her? I body? think there's more people involved in the story. I think that I think so too. The narrative is presented this way, and there's a gag order in place because it's convenient for law enforcement. Um, oh, conspiracy! I'm really, I'm not actually, I'm really see, not. A, see, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I really not. I mean, he's I, even some people. I really would think am he's not. Cute, I, I not me. If you but walk, some people <laughs> would think he's cute, right? He seems normal. He he's seems got like a successful a podcast. If, if I can just add uh, to this discussion, you know, that's why prosecutors are not required in homicide trials to prove motive, because sometimes we don't know. The answer is, I don't know. Why did something like that? Why do, you know, you're trying to take relatively crazy decisions that people make and trying to fit it into uh, something that is is uh, like everybody else. But when you're investigating it, you consider that, right? Isn't motive pretty important but, in an investigation, Tom? But the, Absolutely. But the prosecutors ever simplify a case and just try to ignore that somebody else may be involved just to get their conviction. Why do you think they're ignoring it? Just because they hadn't told you about it. I, make their job easy. <laughs> well, that's where they now, have, This is making it. my teeth hurt. <laughs> I mean, it, oh, hold on. We've got a defense lawyer in the house. Renee, how many times have I prosecuted or you defended people? And you're like, why are you so damn stupid? Why would you do this? No, because a lot of times people are committing crimes when they're high, whether it's wrong or they're mad and they're just striking out doing things. You know, that morning after when one of the uh, one of the one of the social science uh, discussions or reasons is because that class of people in Nancy, you know, this is have a good degree of impulsivity uh, about them. They don't think things through. That's why they're criminals. If it wasn't for stupid criminals, well, they thought you know, something be through because job, so. I mean. They burned Tara's body for several days, and that's not alleged. That's something that one of the people admitted. So it makes you wonder, how can you be stupid and smart? What Ryan has alleged to be done was stupid, in my opinion, but it wasn't that stupid if the GBI couldn't solve it for 11 years. So there was, I'll tell you what, I think they couldn't solve it. I think it's because he was so outside her sphere. Yeah. I mean, yes, he was at school, the same school, when she was teaching there. I'm not even sure, did he, she teach him ever? She, she taught him. It was three so, years prior, though. He, you know, why would you even think of him? I, I mean, have no idea. So, but do you have any doubt, based on what you know now, that he is the killer? No. I just think there's a different story. I think, it I think more there people. may be a difference. I agree with you, that Kane. Sh- that should be held responsible. Um, and, and the good thing is we're going to learn the different story in upcoming Up and Vanished episodes. <laughs> Produced by Duke. <laughs> Look, hey, hey, I may beat him up all the time, but I still want him. You're not getting him. He's mine. Okay. You already signed he's, something. He, he's mine to mistreat. Okay. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, let's take one more question. Okay, what? Okay, we got to take three. Okay. You first. I was wondering how you feel about the kind of like because, like, right now I'm thinking about those two little girls that were murdered in Delphi. Look, it's a small police force. Everybody's ragging on them. They're trying. You think they don't want to solve it? 
They need help. Like in Missy Beavers, they need help. Don't drag them down. Lift them up. Help the police. Yes. I mean, I really think Payne is partially responsible for staying on that case and it getting cracked. I really do. He never let up. I do. Thank you. And these guys, I mean, imagine having Netflix against you. (laughs) I mean, whoa. That's a... That's a real David and Goliath. Like I always say, and and you know this to be true, my husband, I'd be one o'clock at night making posters (laughs) for the next day. I would buy my own supplies and all. The DA didn't have any money. Um, You're up against a lot. You you really are. Where am I going with this? Yes, I like citizens that try. (laughs) Yes. Put it in the back of the vehicle, according to Brendan, uh, because they had to decide what to do with her body. Okay, so at that point they threw her in the back, and they did throw her because there's the cast-off blood. Remember the the blood pattern analysis that we talked about yesterday. We know it didn't make any sense until Brendan told us why is she in the back of her own vehicle. It doesn't make sense, but now it makes sense. They're going to decide what to do with with the body, and 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 they. Uh, decided to, to burn it. Said so Tommy, you want to answer? Oh, yeah. And I agree with that 100%. But number two, you're just not going to let a body lay around the garage floor when there are brothers and relatives and people that may stop by. So they're putting it somewhere, putting her somewhere. And there is this visible. instinct that I've always seen, I cannot explain it, to hide the body. And if it's somebody you know, you'll see them cover the face. It's very odd. Was that the rest of your question? You were going to. I want the truth. I don't care if the courthouse falls down, if the walls crash in. I don't care if someone wrongfully convicted is it's made clear and they get out of jail. I want the truth. I want the right person behind bars, come hell or high water. Right. If I can add, one, one of the most hurtful things said about me, and, and there's, there's been a lot of things, is that I only cared about a conviction instead of justice. I'm sitting here in front of all of you right now, and any prosecutor would say this. I don't care if they did it. I don't care if they didn't do it. I wanted the right result. And so when they suggest that everything we did was just for a prosecution or a conviction, when Tom just uh, did the, uh, the questioning of him just looking for a confession, that's not true at all. People that do our work don't do it to get rich. People that do our work do it to seek justice, you to hold people accountable again. for that. Uh, and that's why, why we do those things, and I will stick by that until my dying breath. Yep.
Stay watch who you calling hillbilly, little girl. <laughs> so where's the rest of the evidence? Okay. Uh, were you in our presentation I yesterday? don't know the answer. Okay. We did, yes. but we'll answer it again. Yes. Uh, if, if, the, if the killing occurred in the bedroom, he did burn all the sheets, according to Brendan, and that would make sense. Get rid of all the sheets and burn them. The bedroom was totally reconfigured, totally reconfigured from before and after. There was a carpet cleaner, a vacuum cleaner, bleach in the bathroom. He scoured that bedroom. He scoured that house to get rid of any sign. He is no stranger to DNA. Then in the garage, we already know he used gasoline, paint thinner, bleach on a garage floor. His own brother asked me once when I asked him about that, he goes, why would you use bleach in a garage floor? And I said, what do you think? And he goes, oh. Guys, come on, right, right there. How often do you see a man suddenly cracks. get a, a neat jag? And suddenly so they're up all that? night vacuuming and cleaning and steam cleaning the carpet. When has that ever happened? Ever. Oh, I think I could clean the garage out with gas and bleach. Did mean, Brendan clean up or Steven? Steven. Uh, Steven. Brent, Brendan helped in the garage. He, he's the one that talked about the blood or the, the gas, the paint thinner, and the bleach. And officers that went into Steven's uh, trailer when we got there, they actually commented on the cleanliness of the, the smell, the bleach smell and the cleanliness of the smell in the trailer. So that, that's my explanation. I, my explanation about bleeding, it, there's not always a ton of blood. There's ways to limit blood. If the, if the person's dead and the heart's not pumping, you're not going to have a lot of blood, active bleeding. You know, we don't know what went on in there. You put a blanket over and you stab someone, that limits the bleeding. It's, you know, so the blood, amount of blood is an unknown. Yep. Don't you think with Tara that the high school boy probably knowing her boyfriend had broken up with her, she lives alone and she would open the door because of a friendly face. She might have thought he needed help. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Oh, her question was to Payne Lindsay, since this was her student, wouldn't she probably open the door? He knew her and her boyfriend had broken up and she would be alone. Yeah, she may have opened the door, but that's not what the GBI said happened. They say that he broke in there. And but he knows she lives alone, so let's just, okay, pretend he did go there to break it. He knows she's alone. He knows yeah, he would know that, yes. She's an easy victim, and she's yeah, and it, she she may have I mean, she would have known him and may have trusted him enough to let him inside for sure. That's possible. Well, here, something I heard uh, you say earlier when you were doing your podcast in mm -hmm. here is you suggested that maybe she was just in a state of mind to do something out of the ordinary and wild. Are you suggesting she might have gone to that party with Ryan and Bo? I just think that they weren't at the party. Based on the there emails that I I have read sure. that kind of give insight into Tara's state of mind in that time. It, she seemed very vulnerable to me, and I always just gut feeling like you get your gut feelings. Thought that that might be related to her disappearance. Well, that maybe she one did something out of the, the party norm. Have seen them together? Oh yeah, this, this for the, sure. But they didn't. This was not the. Or barbie, they just didn't this say was they not did. The principal's barbecue. Wait, 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 I'm talking wait, about it, a separate party. instance. A I'm, separate party mm. in town that night, I'm saying and not one person maybe ever she didn't came go. Forward? Maybe she's at the barbecue at eleven o'clock, and maybe she doesn't go straight home. Maybe she goes somewhere else. Maybe she goes out here on the orchard where there's a party and there's other people around. What, what people? Friends of Bo and Ryan. And they are how old? 21, 22. And she is how old? 30. 
Okay, so maybe she went to a party out in an orchard with a group of her former students. Is that what you're... Okay. Maybe. And so after all these years, not one of those students ever came forward and said, yeah, we saw her that night. They haven't, but yeah, they no. are now. They what? The ones I'm talking to, they are now. Saying that she was there? Yeah, I mean... The On upcoming episodes of wait, Up and Vanish. Wait, are they saying she was at the party? Not that specifically, but the, all these people, all the friends of Bo and Ryan, most of them knew about this too. That whatever happened, they knew about it, and they kept it a secret. So the idea that this secret could not be kept for so long. Wait, that is she was at the, the party? No, but that they knew what happened specifically. That's, that's one of my theories. I, I, it's easier to make it make sense if she was already out there on the orchard to me um, versus Ryan taking her out there. She's obviously. At her house. Well, the house was almost perfect. I mean, but there was no real oh, signs of a struggle. it's not fitting into Payne Lindsay's narrative. <laughs> you don't I'm not saying hear that's that. not true. I'm saying that that's always, that's a possibility. <laughs> but Ryan Duke's a pretty small guy. I mean, uh, it's confusing. What? I mean, he's, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's a last. I promise hit. you, I am. Hit me. Don't make her part of um, her so own fault for being bought. She's not. She's. Tell I mean, it. Tell it. Somebody is chewing pain, Lindsay, a nearer end hole. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I. Wait, let this lady stand up in the purple, pink ish. Yeah. Um, so I understand it was three years after Ryan Well, let me first clear this up real quick. I mean, Tara is the victim here. I'm not saying anything else. I mean, whatever happened to Tara was... Tara, you're implying there's something else she was up to with them, and that's hurting... No, I, I literally said that there might be... I think she's right. <laughs> I'm with Payne on this. I'm it's, with it, you. It, no, it's easy to, to, to make it seem like I'm victim-shaming or something like that. No. <laughs> I'm not. No, I mean, if I was shaming a victim, I wouldn't be doing it up and vanish. I said that she might have been vulnerable and made a decision that was out of the norm for Tara. And going to a place with strangers might be a decision out of the norm. I'm not saying she had any sort of intent there. She may have Her just had an open invitation is, and done do something you think they had any out of the norm. And that's why this case has been unsolved Payne, for so long. Do you think they had a communication? No, I don't think so. I think that, if anything, if... Ryan may have had some sort of obsession with her. Tara had nothing to do with Ryan. I don't think they talked to each other over the years. I think that it might have been something that it could have been developed in his own head of the and moment, turned though, into something else that's later. That's what she's saying. Like he ran into her that day at Ramp I think that or something. Random choice. They had no interaction over the last three years. I'm just wondering why. For all we that's know, he could have and seen her of, that night and followed her home. I mean, it could have been that simple. Wait, I've, I've got to go. Okay, that. <laughs> The skew. Yeah, the the shade Yay. was a skew. No. 
Who said no? Says Maurice Godwin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but then there's still the pearls on the floor. There was a lady in the back. Yes, there. Thanks. Uh, we uh, and and thank you for that. Let me just uh, repeat what what she said. She said the presentation yesterday showed some of the splicing, some of the deceptive editing that making a murderer did, and showed uh, just uh, just how, how troubling that was. I wanted to mention, uh, and and I might have been mentioned before I even walked in here, but um, I wrote a book called Avery, the case against Stephen Avery, and what making a murderer gets wrong. It is right here. Uh, it is, uh, by the way, they sold out uh, here, which is fantastic, and they also um, are taking uh, uh, orders, and they will directly mail that to you, but in a, uh, a, a setting like this, and since this is the first time since the book came out uh, that I am on the same stage with uh, this young lady to my left, I wanted to personally thank Nancy Grace for writing the foreword to uh, Avery. It's a fantastic a book, and it's also a fantastic forward, and I wanted to personally thank you for that, Nancy. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Okay. I swear this is the last question. I got a question. Who hasn't? Okay. Who has not asked a question yet? Hit me. <laughs> Okay, I think I have an answer for that. Tom, didn't the mother, wasn't the mother at one time in the next room? Wasn't it? Didn't she well, come down? Again, we're talking about multiple interviews. Yeah. And on the March 1st interview, we contacted her. We asked her if we could interview Brendan again. He, she consented. And when asked if she wanted to be there, she said no. Well, she didn't right. say no. She said she had something going. She wouldn't be, but she'll come down when she's done. And then there was another time that you called the defense attorneys, right? Two months later, right. But that has nothing to do with the, with the March 1st uh, interview. But two months later, two months later, uh, defense attorneys actually, this is the sad part for a defense attorney, offered him up to make another statement. What you folks don't know is Brendan already agreed to a plea bargain just before that last statement. So this last interview with the defense attorney wanting him to give one more statement, he'd already uh, agreed to that 15-year deal that we made. It was between that time and uh, when the weekend was over uh, that Brendan rejected uh, the plea offer that he so said he, he had didn't agreed to want plea to do guilty. that. Right, and so that, that last statement uh, was really their idea. That is the defense I didn't idea. know that. We didn't want another statement. Jeez, we had plenty of statements. We didn't want any more from Brendan at that time. That was the defense attorney's desire and request that we take a statement on the 13th of May, and two months later. And that reminds me of something that happened in Tot Mom, Casey Anthony. Do you remember we were right in the middle of the trial, and all of a sudden, suddenly, they recessed court, and I'm like, what, what? 
They had offered her a deal, according to reports, and her whole defense team wanted her to take the guilty plea. She would not do it. They, knowing the case, wanted her to plead guilty. Court ended because they wanted to talk to her about pleading guilty. I did not know that Dassey had accepted a guilty plea. And, and his lawyers, even his later lawyers, after Mr. Kaczynski was thrown off the case, even his later lawyers, after Avery's already convicted, we still offered Brendan a plea. Because I didn't need his testimony anymore, but that kid didn't deserve life in prison, and they still rejected it. The defense attorneys did what's called a CYA letter, where they said, we've recommended this to our client. It was his decision not to take it. We know in ineffective assistance why they write that kind of letter. Yep. They were saying to Brendan, you're going to get convicted, young man. You okay, better plead guilty. Okay, hold on. I got a question. Alan the Duke, Duke, from his posh penthouse pad <laughs> in Hollywood, has a question for you. Okay, I've got a question for you guys. Because this, after I watched the Netflix series, I had a certain opinion. I thought that and they, we had a fight. I, I thought that he was innocent and he'd been framed. And then Is I Avery or Dassey? Avery, okay. both of them. And but then after digging into it, my mind evolved. Let's say, show of hands about this weekend, who walked into this crime con convention thinking Avery was innocent? Anybody? How many? Keep your hands up if you've changed your mind during what you've heard. So most of the folks who thought he was innocent now think he's guilty. Is that right? You've changed your mind in the last couple of days of hearing these two gentlemen and their sessions and everything else. You know, one thing that we have totally disregarded is the jury. They heard the evidence. They heard it all. All of it. And they voted in two separate trials to convict Dassey and convict Avery. And I don't really know where we get the right to question what they did. But, you know, I guess it is America. We can question the jury verdict. But they heard it all, and they voted. And we certainly know juries can be wrong, but I think they got it right. Okay, Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friends. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.